let's uh, first talk about uh, this very interesting uh, concept of community mapping and an event that's going to be taking place uh, in just about a week's time which is titled a practical step-by-step -step guide on effective community needs analysis the expert in this regard the facilitator is Molana Ibrahim Mokhaboudi and he's online with us to take us through this concept Molana assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh how are you doing very, very good indeed, and uh, Jazakallah Khairan for uh, making yourself available to speak to us about something that uh, may uh, have registered on some people's radar, or it might be altogether unknown or unheard concept for, for many others. Um, uh, you know, when somebody says community mapping, a person might uh, you know, turn their focus just because of the name to a geography or a cartographer or something on that, those lines but it's it's far from that uh, in a nutshell what would you describe community mapping to us uh, as this evening um, yes uh, this concept of community mapping it's so crucial you know I'm basing this on my experience working within community as a community development practitioner as well as a DAWA worker um, I have learned over the years the crucial and important, na important nature of this uh, concept. Quite often, I mean, we as Muslims, the phenomena of community development, community service, you know, doing work in community, that is not far from our minds. Uh, but quite often, and through my experience, what I've learned is that many a times with this work that we do, the aspect that we sort of miss or maybe overlook or we're not aware of is the realization that the service that we do within the poor communities has to be done with the idea and mindset of bringing about long-lasting change within those communities. You know, we know there's certain times where relief is called for, there's incidents where you just have to do hit and run type of activities and go out. But quite often you find community-based organizations who are particularly based in a particular organization, not having that idea of impacting long-lasting change within the community. So this concept of community mapping, how does it link to this aspect of community service? Community mapping, essentially, it does relate somehow to the geography and the topography and so forth. But for someone who's a community worker, you, you, will, map, you will map the environment, but as well as map the issues within the community. So I said in the beginning, long-lasting change. The only way you can bring about long-lasting change within a community is firstly by understanding what are the deep-rooted problems within that community. What are the avenues of change that can take place within that community? What are the resources that can be capitalized within that community in order to bring about long-lasting change? So without this understanding, without this exercise of community mapping, many a times we miss, we miss the target and do activities that sometimes may take the community 10 years backwards and sometimes bring about rift and division. You know, you achieve the opposite of what we actually intended to achieve in the first place, uh, Malana. 
Indeed, uh, and this, um, if, if you would be able to uh, explain to, uh, this to us in terms of where does this fit in, uh, you know, is this a, a structured discipline uh, that, you know, people would study for under certain, uh, you know, causes, uh, civic causes or, or academic disciplines. Uh, so in, in that regard, is this something that's very developed? And uh, if we were to look at it from an Islamic perspective, uh, whatever one would call it, would we say that these kind of exercises were essential for state building and something that was uh, considered in the seerah of the Prophet Sallallahu most certainly. I mean, um, uh, you ask uh, the question that uh, is, is, is this something that is offered within the academic spaces? There is something, you know, you have short courses or even in, in, in management or community development studies, you will find a section on community facilitation, which obviously includes this part of community mapping. Community mapping is a subsection of community facilitation. You know, in strategic planning as well, there'll be those elements. It, ha- it includes elements of strategic planning as well. So certainly, I mean, within the seerah of the Prophet Sallallahu and Muslim history, uh, you would understand that the Prophet Sallallahu when he went to Medina, he asked one of the companions, Hudayfa uh, radiallahu anhu, that he should enumerate the number of Muslims within the community. That was a strategic uh, uh, aspect of the Prophet Sallallahu understanding how many Muslims are there in the community. So in terms of uh, the power of the Muslims, uh, as well as uh, the services that would be needed to be provided. Also, obviously, in the Prophet Sallallahu time or the historic uh, Islamic history, it was not called community mapping, whatever names it might have been called. But you would understand that the Prophet Sallallahu when going to Medina, he knew very well who... The, the, what, were the, what were the type of uh, quarrels and issues and problems existing in that community? He knew who were the leaders of that community. He knew the outlying tribes within Medina. And he made, ally, you know, he made alliances you know, with those people in order that the, 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 the fledgling Muslim community does not die or is not disturbed. So the Prophet knew very well the environment and the, 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 the what you call it, he had a proper understanding of um, the ins and outs of the community. So that, in a sense, is community mapping. Who, who yeah. would this be for? It's, is it, uh, you know, people uh, who are leaders, people in, in organizations, people doing community work specifically, or broader than that? Yeah, just to, to my previous point, it's like, so maybe for those that just want to understand it in one simple term, it's like a survey, you know, like having an overview of what the community looks like. And like I mentioned, the issues and the good, the good and the bad of the community. Yeah, so mostly it is done for people who are inclined to community work, organizations that are involved in welfare, you know, relief organizations. And quite often, I normally, when I do these workshops, I do it for imams, because you find sometimes imams, uh, many of them do not go further, maybe to the university level, but uh, it's, it's a fact that imams, uh, ulama are involved in communities more than anyone within the Muslim uh, setup. So this is for community workers, it's for ulama, it's for anybody that is interested in community work. 
So as far as the the steps now, again, this uh, is a much more detailed discussion and uh, would refer people towards the end to the, uh, the workshop that would be taking place in Johannesburg and an ideal opportunity to learn these uh, practical skins, uh, skills hands-on. But uh, under that broad uh, list of uh, tasks, uh, you know, that, that, that would comprise uh, doing this uh, um, uh, the survey of the community, what, what would some of the practical smaller tasks entail? Yeah, some of the very basic tasks uh, would be like acquiring your, your municipal map, you know, so you don't want to do uh, your mapping too broad. You sort of focus it in the community that you are working within. So the municipal map of your area, that is quite helpful. You know, some people also take it for granted. Google Maps are quite uh, beneficial in you understanding the the, the, uh, the very broad uh, setup of the community. You know, sometimes if you look at the Google Maps, it will give you an indication that this is a community that is populated with a lot of shacks. This is a community which is developed, uh, populated with some good housing. You know, there's uh, toilet facilities, there's water facilities, and then you do some questionnaires. You know, you'll compile questionnaires, you'll do some interviews, and just taking a walk about within the community, also that gives a person an indication of what this community is all about somewhat. And I would imagine that uh, the, the, the tools uh, involved there, like, like you mentioned, could be uh, some conventional tools, uh, some uh, hard research, perhaps, uh, you know, yeah. old-style research uh, that people could undertake uh, when, there is, when there isn't any established sources of research, particularly in an area that might be uh, off the map or might not be so well covered uh, by, by other tools. But in more established areas, uh, technological tools like you mentioned uh, and you know, advanced management uh, tools that have been developed could be of great utility. Yes, definitely. Uh, it's just that when you're doing it with poorer communities, uh, Molana, you find many of them do not have access to these advanced com uh, uh, tools. Some of these tools are quite costly, uh, and many massages or community organizations uh, do not have the resources or the means to invest in those type of uh, 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 resources. You know, you'll find sometimes you speak about the GIS system, the Geographic Information System, which is such a useful tool in terms of... Uh, inputting information within those tools and the amount of benefit information that you get um, it, it, it's so it, it, it's uh, it's so beneficial and the type of impact that you can make with that type of uh, information is massive but not many communities have access or tools or the the monetary uh, you know means to buy those so we, we sort of when we do these workshops we sort of expose the, the participants to both the traditional and very simple tools because you don't want someone to wait and fold their hands and say, no, I don't have access to all of these expensive resources, so this means I must just do whatever, uh, or this means I mustn't do community mapping at all. I must do what I feel is right. So, yeah, we sort of expose uh, participants to both these very sophisticated tools as well as the simple methodology as was done uh, during the Prophet, or the Prophet Salaam and, you know, historically. Uh, those tools are quite beneficial as well, and they sort of achieve the purpose to a large extent. Question coming up uh, regarding duplication is 
this tool, uh, as it proven to be very beneficial in uh, countering duplication within the community, putting uh, resources, you know, the, in, in, in so many different fronts, putting resources for the same uh, for the same cause uh, in broken ways. Uh, whereas if a community mapping is done correctly, it could uh, synergize all of these efforts and produce better outcomes. 100%, uh, Amalana Ibrahim, that's one of the issues that we're going to be covering the, the, in this community mapping exercise. you find if community mapping is not done, a particular organization doing work already in one uh, community and me coming there as a new organization without realizing that this type of activity is already there. The resources are already being put for this type of activity. In this way, you find a lot of the Ummah's money being wasted on something that is already existing. And this also, like I said in the beginning, it will lead to a lot of animosity. Other organizations asking themselves, why are you repeating something that's already been done in terms of complementing the work that is there? So if someone does a community mapping exercise and understands what resources are already there and what resources are missing, it definitely helps in the aspect of eliminating duplication and making the work more structured and making the, us achieve um, much more with, with uh, a bit less. So that's definitely a, a point. From the communities you have worked with, uh, the communities that have done this exercise, how, uh, what, what's the kind of practical feedback that you've received and how have you seen this exercise be of practical benefit to the, these communities? Yeah, firstly, uh, when you do a walkabout within the community, the first thing is that you get anybody any community that you go into, you get a feel of what the community is all about. Just the aspect alone of driving around, walking in the community, it gives you almost like an immediate sense of, I can say, um, connection, understanding, and uh, belonging if you really have a vision and objective of helping the community. So immediately just by walking about, uh, you know, looking into the community, uh, it, it benefits in that uh, sense. Also, identification of resources. As you do your community mapping, probably you want to come in there, do a soup kitchen. But by you driving around or speaking to people within the community, you already understand there's about three, four soup kitchens already existing in this community. Probably this community does not have a library. You might pick up that there's no library within a five-kilometer radius of this community, meaning my input and my value add with this, within this community must be putting up a library, you know, or something as small as something that we at least sometimes don't uh, realize. There's probably a youth program taking place already within the community, but it's only focused upon the boys and the girls are not, are not being given any attention. So when you come and do an activity within that community, you'll understand, no, alhamdulillah, the aspect of the boys in terms of activities, keeping them busy, making them aware it's already existing. I want to focus something aimed at the young Muslims within the community. And then you build the community in that way instead of reinventing things that are already existing. So these are the type of benefits that you derive. So meaning you are very impactful, you are very focused, you are very uh, intentional about the type of intervention that you want to make within the community. And I've seen that happening in some of the communities that I've worked with.
Uh, time almost up. Uh, just two final questions. Uh, the, the, the one being, is this a once-off exercise or does it need to be repeated periodically? And when the exercise is done the first time, is there a need for meticulous documentation to ensure that, uh, you know, for, for continuity, for succession, if new imams take take over community, new people enter the area, uh, then this uh, kind of information is available. Definitely. The aspect of repetition is there because information changes quite often. Uh, you would probably do it quarterly, I would say, depending on the type of information that you are looking at. Uh, so it's not something that stagnates. Once you do it, you shelve it and you never do it again. Also, a good point that you mentioned that uh, if you come into a community, um, the community, you should not make the community depend on you for the rest of your life or have this mindset to say, without me, the community cannot proceed. So by you compiling and documenting this information and making sure that it's available for the person who comes after you, that is so beneficial because then the person does not have to reinvent the wheel, waste the resources again, waste the read time, they build from where you left off, and then the work goes on in that manner. So documentation and filing all the information is very important from that uh, angle. Well, we uh, have benefited a lot from your description of uh, what community mapping is all about and understood the, the benefits that come for this, for imams, for community leaders, for those involved in community work. And uh, you are going to be expanding on this, uh, as you've done in many places before. Uh, this is in a workshop that's going to be conducted uh, this coming Saturday under the auspices of the Imam Development Project. It's going to be happening in Johannesburg. Just give us uh, the breakdown and how people can participate. Uh, Molana, currently I believe we're fully booked. You know, normally when we have these sessions, we don't want to have it too large because it's quite participative, you know, because many of the imams, the community workers that attend, they've got their experiences which we enjoy listening and them sharing the experiences in order to build this portfolio of uh, this community mapping exercise. So we normally allow a maximum of about 30. So I believe there's about two, three spaces that are left for now. Uh, on, the, on the poster that was circulated, my number is there. You know, if anyone wants to participate, they may WhatsApp me or call me, and then uh, we will register them, inshallah. And if they do not make it for this one, uh, throughout the year, whenever something again arises, uh, they'll have an opportunity to join, inshallah. Inshallah, I'd like to thank you so much for speaking to us this evening and all the best uh, for the workshop and the ongoing efforts in community development. Shukran, assalamu alaikum. Amin, barakallahu alaikum.